Hello everyone, this is Latasha Blanton from the Real South Africa Travel and Tourism. And you're gonna have the opportunity to travel with Phil Scott to... Sunny South Africa. You guys are gonna have the opportunity to come to Johannesburg and you guys are gonna be coming to Durban. And we're gonna set it up perfectly. It's gonna be like a luxury experience for you guys. At the same time, you're gonna be getting some culture. And of course, you're gonna get an opportunity to talk to Phil, hang out with Phil, and get his views on Africa and South Africa. You're also going to get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're going to do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here. Absolutely. Our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down. You'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny, sunny South, South Africa. Africa. So we got one of the sisters here. She, you know, admits she's of Caribbean descent, but she says that she feels that she's ethnically black American. Let's go ahead and roll that. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about how to describe my identity. And then I heard a West Indian person call themselves ethnically black American. And that ish hit because like, yes, that is what I am. Do any other Caribbean or African descendants kind of feel the same way? Like you straddle both worlds, both culturally and ethnically. Like I was born and raised in America and heavily identified with Black Americans. I mean, I even worked on the 1619 Project. But at the same time, I would never call myself Black American because I understand that my lineage doesn't have the same historical experience. But I'm not one of those Caribbean people who will be like, I'm not Black, I'm Trinidadian. Like, nah, I don't care if you call me Black, Black American, African American, like, we all Black. So I think the best way to describe myself is that I'm ethnically Black American of West Indian descent, and my nationality is American. Lord, those foundational Black Americans about to tear me up. You know, I get what she's saying because I I, I have a neighbor. Um, you know, some of my neighbors are, are Nigerian, and, you know, one of my neighbors, you know, that's a young lady's in college. You know, the young lady was having the same conversation with me. So, you know, definitely she's Nigerian, but she's been here her whole life and all she knows is black America and what black America do. And so they have to literally walk in the middle of both. Like basically she relates more to black American culture, but they still have their Nigerian culture. Now she talked about um, her Caribbean culture. And you know, the how, you know, she mentioned foundation of black America is gonna tear up. From what I know, Brothers and sisters don't have an issue with you saying you black. They, that's not the problem. That is not the problem. If we all can get on cold with each other in this country, no matter where we come from, and say, okay, we black, and we all going to be on cold with that, and we going to move all together on that, then we, we all good on that. The problem is, is that when you immigrate here and you politically try to undermine us, or socially try to undermine us and say you're something else outside of black because you, you, you othering yourself because of you won't, don't want to be called black American. Understand? We don't have a problem with you saying, well, I'm Trinidadian. That's where I come from. We don't have a problem with that. But when you do it in a way that you're othering yourself and, and you're creating a separation, then who are you doing it for? Because for you, when we see that, we, we notice you're trying to other yourself when you're trying to let the folks know, I'm, I'm better than them, I'm from here, I'm not them, right? But then when, when it's time to get some set-asides, when it's time to get a scholarship, when it's time for Juneteenth, now all of a sudden you black again. See, that's what brothers and sisters are talking about. 
either you're going to be in or you're going to be out. You can't keep jumping back and forth like double dutch. That's, that's, you can't do that, right? So, no, brothers and sisters just don't have an issue with, with, with people who are immigrate here. It's just that. Or, you know, you get people like a Frederica Wilson, representative out of Florida, you know, who have Caribbean descent doing some janky things, right? Or not doing what she's supposed to do. You get your Sheila Jackson leads and all those kind of people, right? That's it. No problem. You worked on the 1619 project. Great. I'm proud of you. You say you ethnically black American. Okay. You fight for the community. You putting in work. I'm with you. You my sister. I'm with you 2000% sister. It's just when people try to separate or other themselves or politically undermine or socially undermine, right? That's the only time it's a problem. Other than that, yeah, if you ethnically black American and you rock with us, we rock with you, we love you. You know, you, you are extended family. We have nothing but love for you. Black immigrants are not our problem. Trust me, black immigrants are not our problem. Trust me, I'm gonna say it again. Black immigrants are not our problem. We just don't like what I said earlier. As long as you don't politically undermine us when you get in a position, remember that you black, right? As long as you don't socially undermine us and say things like, you know, I'm not black, I'm this, and you're doing it to other yourself to prove that you're better. As long as you don't politically undermine and say, well, black people don't need reparations. As long as you don't do things like that, we are straight. We are no problem. There's nothing but love here. Look, let's, cause you know, you black, let's work together as a diaspora and deal with these issues. Like in Chicago, they had a job fair for the migrants and they got migrants that actually came with them who were black immigrants, who were black ones. They didn't get the memo, but the people from Venezuela did. See, that sort of thing. Let's work together on, on, on those issues, right? That's it. We got a lot of things that we can work on together as, as, as the diaspora. And we want to work with y'all. We really do. But we just have to make sure we in a, we in a time that we have to make sure all of the collaborators of white supremacy is, is clipped off the community. We got to do that. We got to chop the branches off, whether they within the community or immigrating here. We, we in a pruning process right now. So, so, so if you don't want to be pruned and we, we, and once we identify you and prune you from the community, you can't come back. That's where we at with it right now. You selling us out. Don't, don't come back here. There's no forgiveness no more. So we with you as long as you're with us. There's no issue, no problem. Being ethnically black American, support us, and, and hey, we all going to benefit.